Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 67 of Absolute wow. Scenes podcast. I know. Uh, how you doing, Billy? How's your week been? Good, but a very busy week. I had um, parents' evening with my year 11 class this, this weekend. It was just constantly... Uh, I think I, I I don't have you done one yet with your new in your new school? Not on uh, no no we've Not done it over the phone. Yeah. You've done it yeah. So the virtual one is basically that gives them a we've got like three minutes and it's in. They start it's the clock starts at whatever time they're supposed to be in, and then it cuts them cuts you out mid sentence halfway through. So you've got to I'm literally speaking at 100 miles an hour um, for from half three until half six, just going oh. through everything. So. It was. It's quite. It's quite stressful, especially for them, because um, that year group, they've not had really mm. any school for the past two years, and now they're getting qualifications mm. at the end of it. And sixth form as well. I was speaking to one of the parents for that, and she was like, "Well, they haven't really had a sixth form. Like normally, you know, you probably when we were in sixth form, you're like, oh, we're going out every weekend yeah. and all this stuff and all these parties and gatherings. Sim- like almost like a warm up for uni, and they haven't had any of that. So I know they're quite disappointed. But yeah, no. Other than that. Um, pretty okay week. Looking forward to the football tonight. Mm. Looking optimistically. Um, I know you were. You've had a. You've had a hectic week from what I've read on Twitter, Tom. Oh, so yeah. So that was the story that I was going to tell. Uh, <laughs> so on. It's been a, a cold, very cold. <laughs> here, <clears throat> because uh, on Friday, while uh, Alice was cooking a Thai green curry, just as she was putting the greens into the curry and the naan bread in the oven, the electric tripped. And I thought, oh, well, this will be easy to solve. Go to the switchboard, uh, turn everything off, turn everything back on again. But this one switch in the middle would not come back on. Come it back just on. kept flicking there. So obviously, big problem. So Alice's family have got a... A friend who's an electrician, he came over quite late on Friday night and said, oh, <clears throat> <no. laughs> he wasn't very, <laughs> he was like, he wasn't very, he didn't fill me with much hope for fixing it. But then, uh, yeah. so he said, don't worry, I'll send somebody around first thing on Monday and we'll get it sorted. <clears throat> Alice wasn't working on Monday, 12 o'clock on Monday, lunchtime. <laughs> so this is yeah, first yeah. thing, first thing for an electrician, yeah, yeah, yeah. texts to say that somebody's, let him down and he's had to, you know, catch up with everybody else's work. Yeah, yeah. So then we wait and we wait and we wait and we wait. But it comes to like seven o'clock in the evening on Monday. We think, right, we'd forget it. We're just going to get somebody else in. So we ring another electrician. He comes around then Monday night, looks at it and says, yeah, okay, right. I'll I'll come tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then tomorrow, Tuesday comes. I, I go to school, so obviously I need Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. I need the internet. So I go and, you know, Alice's dad comes here to just make sure that if he does turn up, he turn can up. be let in. Seven o'clock then. Bear in mind, Wolves are kicking off at eight o'clock. <clears throat> yeah. Seven o'clock, he turns up. Two and a half hours, he's here. Uh, but he has fixed the problem, thank goodness. But <clears throat> i tell you what, it's very eye-opening how much you we rely on electricity. Electricity, just, yeah. It's been so cold. We've had cold showers <laughs> because obviously not being allowed to go to other people's houses to you know have a yeah, shower yeah. Um, and use their warm water. That's quite. You know, like, even though even though it's March, it's it's still very cold in the house. Yeah. So we've got this little heater down here that's heated this room. We've closed the door and we've just kept this room warm. Get warm. But um, 
no, it hasn't been very nice. And then obviously no telly, no Xbox. So I've been playing solitaire. <laughs> I mean, Tom, you've all had all these board games. I'm hoping you've gone through all of them over the last two days, <clears throat> so you can feed well, back on all the ones that you've done. Sadly, Alice was uh, was working, so there's not many one player. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's board games. but I did go for a, I went for a run as well on Sunday morning because of having nothing else to do. So that was a positive, and that leads yeah. me nicely onto my next uh, thing is. Obviously, the cricket season's coming up, and that's more and more more uh, well, sooner than that is the restarting of grassroots sports and five aside yeah. is at the end of March. So, over the next uh, two months, I will be uh, starting up my physical activities again. <laughs> I am uh, I am very jealous. Um, I you know I really enjoy you know when I obviously <clears throat> it's, it's age obviously years ago now when I last visited. I obviously yeah. joining in your five sides and um, football isn't as prevalent rounds uh, where I am. So it's more rugby and uh, 11 aside football. There's not many uh, five sides options around here, but every time when I come up, it's one thing I enjoy doing with you and stuff. But I'll just on, before you move on to the exercise, the, the electric part, <clears throat> it makes me, it does make me laugh because my parents, they're currently building a house. Um, and I think it's, Normally, my dad will get do as much as he can do himself um, mm. with, and we've got a, a local builder who um, we've well we've known since we came down here. He did the original house we moved down to when we moved into when we first came to Wales. He helped build the, my parents' <clears throat> cafe and then restaurant, and now he's helping build the house. Um, but he has banned my dad from doing the electrics because it is a running joke that he'll just electrocute himself on a, i think that's why we've all got curly hair because my dad has just electrocuted himself yeah. several times even so he's even got one of those fancy screwdrivers which glows when there's like oh, a yeah, current yeah. yeah so you need to get one of them tom in order to and I, when i saw i said oh tom tom's electric's gone um because obviously i think the week was it the week before so you had something wrong with your bathroom Oh god, um, it's every week in this house. Every week. It seems to be I was gonna say it seems to be every week. So I said, Oh, his electrics have gone now. Um, but is everything does everything you've got electric oven, everything ran on electric, or have you got a gas hob or anything, or is it so new? the for some reason the hob must have been on a different circuit altogether. So yeah. we did so everything is electric, but the hob was coming through a different circuit altogether. So I okay. don't know I don't know what so that was. So everything everything but that fuse. So once you you were able to turn everything else on but that one fuse, were you? Uh yes. Well it was <clears throat> I think what the problem actually was in the end was that one of the sockets in the living room had burnt out. I was yeah. like when he took it out, he was like, Yeah, look, yeah. it's all black here. And then yeah. when the kitchen was done back in September, October the elect the the fitter must have had to he had to have taken the plugs out to do the yeah. the tiling because otherwise because they're so, well they're so neatly done around the, yeah, the yeah. sockets so he must have done them <clears throat> and then they've just not been put back in and tightened enough and they, yeah. they we've had to block off two um, sockets now two sockets because they're just they they don't work but this yeah, bloke yeah. said he will he will come back and he'll try and sort it oh, out that's but, good. That's good. Other than no, it's, it's quite, rewiring the whole house. I know. Um, the only similar story that I've got is we when we went to the, we went away for Christmas one year, and we were obviously we were sent home. We had to return earlier than anticipated. Yeah. Um, for at one point, and the it was freezing cold, and the pipes 
because we hadn't my dad had put the central heat mm. into like clock on and off the pipes had frozen and when oh. obviously we came back and the heating hadn't kicked in like ready to warm up blah 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 and we obviously just all were jumping in the shower and the pipes burst oh. similar you know they're just thinking about showers and you're just there, like, and you don't think now obviously like you, it, luckily you've managed to fix it because otherwise you know laundry like showers and things like that you'd have been you'd yeah. have been in in, in work you know obviously you, like you've said it, things were working but when you first described it, i thought <clears> he's got no look no clean clothes he's literally just gonna be turning up like some <laughs> homeless man to school to teach these kids next week um well. when they're first back and they're just going mr mr ross have you showered <laughs> at all Ever. during uh during lockdown <laughs> um especially with yeah. your hair but i'm glad to hear tom uh <clears throat> That you started running again because I know not that you stopped, but I think like well, I had. Did you pick <laughs> yeah, well, you had stopped, but you had you in, had you had an injury or something? I, I no, think. well, so or had you just told me that to keep me off your back? No, no, no. I, did, I think I did, <laughs> I did have a bit of an injury. Um, it was well, when was it? Two years ago now, maybe. Oh no, uh, yeah, probably two years ago actually. Uh, and it was a it was quite a bad ankle strain. Yeah, and then I didn't have long enough off playing football, so I only had probably yeah. two weeks off playing, and it should have been a lot more than that. And then I, I never had like any nothing ruptured or anything went, uh, but I had lots of pain in my Achilles heel, and my calves were much yeah. tighter than than they were previously, just because I hadn't given my ankle enough time to to rest. To but then that's probably been the only one of the only positive things physically physically about the last year is that i haven't i mean there apart from the from probably july until october when we were before the first yeah. uh, sorry before the second lockdown where i was playing football twice a week and playing cricket for yeah. most of that time as well um but now i'm conscious of trying to manage uh, you're getting old now, Tom. See now, that's what it is. You've got to manage well, your uh, injuries. Yeah. Visit yeah. the physio. Get we'll have to get um, you some injections and everything. But no, it's it, I ask purely because. So I've been running now, uh, like we mentioned on the podcast previously. My New Year's resolution was to run more. So mm. I've been running now near enough every other day, sometimes multiple days in a row, um, since January now, and for the first time in over a it's definitely over a year probably even longer than that on uh tuesday my dad came with me oh, which really? was which was quite funny so i basically i'd said to him right uh he was he was having a the lazy day and i said right you've got an option you can either play a board game or you can come for a run fully anticipated him all right i'll play a board game it was and next minute the shorts were out the socks <laughs> were out i was like what are you doing is someone coming with you i was like really so yeah so literally fair play to him he's He's nearly sixty now. Mm. Uh, he's well. He's fifty nine this year, and he's got um, he's got arthritis, and you know his his knees are gone, and I, that's the main problem. But so he came out on this run with me, um, and the route that I do, he turned round early, so I ran five k, and he probably ran about four or maybe even three and a half. But he, like he did, mm. like he turned back earlier. So basically, I was like, right, I'll try and I'll go further and try catch and catch you. you back up again. Um, and he beat me home just. I could see him in the like just coming mm. down the hill as I was and stuff, but he then so that was at about three o'clock. So normally my parents go for a walk in the morning and that's their exercise. And my dad will then walk up to work to to sort stuff out for that. Mm. And then, uh, but he went to work then that night was fine. But the last two days he's walked like a cowboy, 
Um, he, he's he's had to, he, he it's been so funny because he's been so stiff. Um, and we've just been we've just been winding him up. And I so I've just been out for a run. So Tuesday I went for the run. Today I went for the because I had a day off. Well, because I didn't mm. have time last night because of parents' evening. Went again today. I was like, right, come on, then are you coming coming with me? And so no, he he weren't he weren't shifting <laughs> anywhere. But fair play to him. But he he said in his he felt fit enough. He felt like he could run more, but his legs just wouldn't. So, I think my my dad did the same in the first lockdown. He had the he when it was when would it have been? Probably at beginning of April or mid April when he was taking it very 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 seriously. And like yeah. there were strict rules about how far you should go from your house, and he, I don't know if you you have been to Bagridge, but I don't think you've been yeah, from yeah. our house, perhaps. So it's um, it's well, I want to uh, be from where you with, are now. No, not from here, no, but from <laughs> mom and dad's house. But it's All it's right. within a mile of their house, and he wasn't going okay. that far. He was only going over the road. Uh, to this, there's a football field, and he was walking laps. He'd do about ten or twelve laps oh, of this laps. football pitch, and then one day he decided to jog a couple of uh, laps, and he's like, "Oh, I can run! <laughs> I, I can, can still run!" run. <laughs> but it, yeah, it, but... It was, it, the funny thing about it as well was, I so I was in front of of my dad, mm. and the route that we go on, it's the same route my parents walk. Um, so I was running, but. When my parents go out at seven o'clock in the morning, there's hardly anyone there. But by, when we were going at three o'clock in the afternoon, obviously it's a lot. There's a lot more people, and there were kids going past on mm. bikes, kids that I teach. So I was running in front of my dad, and you know, like waving them like to slow down. But he, he said they were coming round this corner and stuff, and he, he nearly got knocked over about three or four <laughs> times. So I think he's been, I think he's been put off, uh, yeah. at least for the time being. But uh, you know we have to not that we have to laugh but you know fair play to him i have to give him credit for coming out with me especially considering i've been running now for three mm. months properly again and i am 30 years is is younger um mm. but you know he he, he did well yeah and he, i'm proud of him so it's it's good and stuff but maybe that's good what we'll him. do now we'll have to race we'll have to get our pair that's what we'll do we'll race your dad against <laughs> my dad that's <laughs> that, that yeah. can be for the hundredth episode we'll get them to race each yeah, other. <laughs> um, anyway, Tom, we'll go. Um, well, I think it's probably going to be a sports-heavy podcast uh, today. So we'll start. Okay. I, I want to get. We want to. Uh, I want to go over the predictions that you uh, that you did a couple of weeks ago with the Six Nations. Can you remember, Tom, what you uh, what you said? <laughs> well, <laughs> I know that I'm going to be wrong. I, I know that. <laughs> yep. I know that um, Wales are doing. You know they've won the triple crown. They've done far better than anybody thought that they would. Yeah. Um, I think I did. I predict Ireland to win. Yeah. The whole thing. You had you had Ireland. You had Ireland to win the whole tournament. I think you had Wales to finish bottom. You had Wales to win the wooden spoon. <laughs> yeah. You had Italy to go on. You know to finish fifth. Uh, yeah. And I think Scotland. I think Scotland fourth, and then I think it was between France and Ireland. <clears> I think with the the two that you were. You know, I mean, are in between. Mm. Um. But yeah, it's been it's I have been it's it's been quite funny purely because of that knowing mm. that you've predicted Wales to do terribly. It's like right, well they're going to go off to. And I don't know if you've watched any of it, Tom, but um, the, the there's been the last the first two games Wales played the two teams they were against Scotland and then Ireland were down to fourteen men. They had two players, well a player each set yeah, yeah, off, yeah. yeah, and then they, they did well against England. But again, there was controversy around that. And the referee well, there, so it just seems, it just seems I to mean, me, Tom. I know. So I, I have, I have seen 
the highlights of the game uh, from Saturday. I saw the last yeah. twenty minutes, perhaps, but like yeah. like for the last week, I've been watching everything on my phone, so I can't yeah. give you like intricate details of what I saw. <laughs> but the, the highlights from the, I mean, particularly the first Wales try. I don't know how. I don't either. <laughs> England was so unprepared, or yeah. the referee was completely unfair so towards what, uh, towards England. So from what I watched the game, and from what I could understand, was where England had uh, Wales had a penalty um, and had decided that they were going to tap and go. They weren't going to kick. England had brought on. I think there must have been an injury or the water. The water boys were on basically, mm. and. They hadn't. He hadn't signaled. The ref hadn't signaled that they were going to kick for goal because it was right in front of the posts. Hmm. Um, and they'd said he'd warned England, saying, "Right, you need to get them off because they're going to take the penalty now." And they had their whatever's deemed ample amount of time. Hmm. And then the ref just went off. You go. Wales kicked and, and scored the try. But there's been controversy about the fact that did he tell them or not? You know, England were saying that they didn't. And then the second try for Wales was. One of those VAR moments, Tom, which caused controversy with was it a knock on? Was it not a knock on? And mm. people were saying it was a knock on, but he awarded. He's since come out and apologizes the ref. So whether he's, it's <clears throat> it's just one of those things. But the the difference, the reason I brought this up as well, the difference mm. between the rugby and the football in terms of the VAR and the TMO was you could hear what the ref was saying, the ref and the TMO, the, mm. the equi- rugby equivalent of VAR, what they were saying. Um, so you could, hit, you know, you could hear the decisions. So you had an understanding of what was going on. Whereas with the football, yeah. So there was, there was a, no, a perfect, there was no, there was a perfect example of VAR working terribly, or just the substandard uh, of referees, uh, or sub- sorry, substandard quality of referees. I knew I was missing a word from that sentence. Um, from the game, uh, I don't know if it, was, it might have been three three o'clock kickoff here. Yeah, Brian against Albion. Well, I've been against Brighton uh, with that complete farce from Lee Mason. Yeah. What I, I don't even like. I've I actually saw first of all the clips from Paul Merson and Jeff Stelling and uh, yeah, yeah. the BT guys talking about it. How I mean, I, I'm not. It's, this is not even a question of VAR working or not. Yeah. How Lee Mason is able to be still a Premier League referee? It was because it's, baff- it's not baffling. even the first time Nuno had a go at him. I can't remember after which game, but. It didn't come across to yeah. me that he'd made huge mistakes. But if if Nuno is coming out and saying that you've had a shocker, who yeah. he never even says anything about his own players, he just says yeah, everything, yeah. He says the same yeah, every yeah, game. Yeah. If he's saying things yeah. are bad, and he can't control the game, can't manage the game, then he's doing something wrong. And uh, so, so for, for those people, um, for those people who haven't seen what we're talking about, basically what happened was. Um, Brighton had uh, a free kick. I think they were 1-0 down at the time as well. They had a free mm. kick just outside the box, the penalty area. And they'd asked uh, Lee Mason, the referee, could they take it quickly? And he'd said yes. Uh, so whilst uh, Johnston, is that the Albion keeper, Tom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going going for you for the expertise of the, the Midlands. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> he was lining up the wall. And, and this has happened, quite, you know, <laughs> quite a few occasions where they've asked to take it quick and he's lining up the wall, the goalie's lining up the wall and they kick it to the mm. opposite side where the goalie would normally stand. Lee Mason blows his whistle. Dunk, the Brighton player, kicks the ball, it goes in. But um, he, as the ball is travelling or in flight, Mason blows his whistle again. 
which mm. this is where VAR has come in because Mason has blown his whistle and ruled the goal out himself, then realised what he's done and then <laughs> awarded the goal because he's like, no, yeah, they have actually asked to take it quickly and that's right, they should have a goal. But because he has, I think in the laws of the game, if the referee blows his whistle, the, the game stops dead, dead yeah. a suit wherever, no matter where it is. So because when he's blown the whistle again, it hasn't crossed the line, it's, yeah. it's then well, ruled and- the goal out. And then there they were two penalties via... on top of that, which yeah, were, they, missed. they missed. <laughs> so Brighton yeah. are just the unluckiest team in the Premier League at the minute. But go on. Yeah. And well, it did seem as if for a while within that, VA, they checked it on VAR. It was as if they were just trying to check for an offside or something to save his <laughs> uh, save his bacon. But it's, yeah. it's just shocking. I don't, it's really, if VAR has done nothing else, it's emphasised how rubbish the referees are in the Premier League and in English football in general. And I I think and more the inconsistencies as well. Mm. I think that in in particular, you know, there are obviously some very good referees in the Premier League and um, the amount of football there is on, you know, you've got to, you know, you've got to remember that they've got to obviously put out, have enough referees for the amount Mm. of games and stuff. So there are going to be some which aren't, you know they have to trial them to to a certain extent, but there surely is some sort of ranking system where they can move up and down. Right, you've done really well, you can come up well, with stuff. I think, which I think there is. I think there's yeah, um, yeah. Certainly, the other way, if you've done really badly, you get demoted to the championship for a couple of weeks, which is not fair on the championship or League One or Two. No, by yeah. the way, you're no, a yeah. terrible referee. Go and manage. Go and referee these rubbish games. Which not, sorry, in in a in a certain leagues. extent, you'd think now the Premier League. With VAR, is the better place for the the, the worst referees. Pre- pre- the worst of referees because there's someone there. There's almost that safety net. Whereas when they go down to the championship, if they make a mistake, that's the mistake. Mm-hmm. But then VAR doesn't seem to be catching them. But I know Tom, we could spend hours and hours talking about VAR and how much you enjoy it and love it being in the game. Um, oh, yes. But yeah, I just thought we'll go on to the predictions and and things like that. But I have a new prediction for you, Tom, for this mm-hmm. week. Um, it's your second favourite American sport. Oh, it's well, it's either going to be basketball or baseball. Basketball, yeah, I say, is it? Basketball, yeah, basketball. It's the uh, it's the All Star Weekend, Tom. Do you know what it, the All Star yeah. Weekend is? Well, so uh, it's over a weekend, and it's where <laughs> all of the stars play. You know, not far off. Is there anything else that happens on the All Star Weekends, Tom? Uh, they play basketball. They play. Yeah, there's also several other events which uh, which happen. Uh, oh, um, it's it's quite, uh, once I say them, Tom, you're spring really breaking yourself. No, no. There's <laughs> so the All Star Weekend. There's the All Star Game, which basically pits the best players against the best players. Right. So unlike, you know, so they it doesn't matter what team you play for. They'll play. Historically, hmm. it's been East versus West, but they've changed it over recent years. Um, to be there's there's two team captains which is what i'm going to get you to predict in a moment but there's also things like the slam dunk contest tom the three point contest things like this there are you know there's various the other finger events. spinning contest how long can you spin it on <laughs> your is, finger for <laughs> there is a skills challenge test which uh, <laughs> which is uh, an obstacle course with passing shooting agility it, it tests all those sorts <clears> of things <throat> um dunk, and then there's a I think there's a, there's a game as well where it's USA versus the world, a sort of game, uh, mm. and there's other various rising stars, you know, like a, a rookies game as well, sort of thing. Uh, and 
re- there's a celebrity all-star game, which I'm going to try and see if I can find if there is one this year. Because with everything this year in particular, there might not be... They've adapted things because of the pandemic. Um, I can't see there being anything listed for the all-star game this year. But um, I just wanted to know, Tom, if the Premier League uh, introduced something similar... Say, for mm. example, they got rid of the Community Shields, for example. Instead of playing the FA Cup winners against yeah, the Premier yeah. League winners, and they did this, because it's an ex- exhibition game, similar to what, you know, it's, and it's for charity. Mm. Basically, what happens in, in the All-Star game is each... So there's for this year, there's Team LeBron, who is... Who, Tom? Uh, LeBron James. Yes, and then there's Team Durant, which I don't think you're going to be able Kevin to... D- Kevin Durant? Oh, well done. Well done, Tom. Team Durant. Yeah. Um, so they're the two teams, and basically they are playing for um, charities. Each one mm. is playing for a charity, and they each quarter, whatever whoever wins a quarter, they get they have they a certain percentage of money goes like a quarter of the money goes to their um, okay. charity, and then each. But there's something to do with in the final quarter. They've got to do there's an additional prize money as well. Uh, for it and stuff. I won't mm. go into the details and stuff. But basically, how the teams are selected mm. is people people vote for their favourite players to be into this All Star game, and the top uh, the top players from the East and then the top players from the West. I think it's the top five, and they pick the starters. Obviously, slightly different in football. So the five starters are chosen, and then whoever has the most votes for the East is one captain. Whoever has the most votes for the West is the subsequent captain. Okay, and then. I understand. And then coaches and then the media and all that stuff then pick the reserves as they're known as. And then what's going to happen tonight is a draft where the two captains will pick their teams from the available players. What I was going to suggest, Tom, there's been over the years, I think it gets brought up probably once a year at least, is North versus South, Mm. you know, which, which teams are better. We could even do East versus West if we, you know, wanted to change it up and stuff. But yeah, it would be a lot, it's a lot more difficult, especially. Where you've got all the London clubs on the east, yeah, yeah. (laughs) but it's still the same. Is so I was looking, um, and there's not much difference this year in particular. If I can get it up on my phone quickly, Um, so if we did, for example, North versus South, the Mm. Midlands being the midpoint where you'd have some, you know, you'd have to divide them up accordingly. But you'd have so North, you'd have Newcastle, Leeds, Sheffield United. Burnley, Man City, Man U, Everton, Liverpool. Mm. And then in the South, clearly, I think these are the ones which are clearly in the South as well. Spurs, Chelsea, Arsenal, Fulham, West Ham, Brighton, Southampton. And then the four teams in the middle of England, of Britain, are... So you split them uh, two, two... Two and two. Two, two and two. So you've got Wolves, Villa, so be, Leicester and West Brom. So I imagine it'd be Wolves and Leicester would be in the North and uh, North. Albion and Villa would be in Villa the, in the South. South. Okay. But you could also go the... The other way, looking down, <laughs> if you went down the middle, you've got uh, the teams which would be in the middle are Newcastle, Leeds, Sheffield United, Villa and Southampton. So you'd have Leicester going to the east mm. with Spurs, Fulham, Chelsea, with the London clubs, basically. Yeah, and yeah, then you'd yeah. have Wolves, Albion going to the east with the likes of Burnley, City, Man U, Liverpool and Everton. So you could, you know, you've got the, a different divide. Then obviously you could change it up each year and blah, 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 blah. But I thought you'd have the stipulation, which is I think the challenge I'm going to set each of us, because as you noticed, our teams are in different 
if we split it north Both and south yeah, or yeah. east and west, yeah. we're, we're in each other. So we'll decide. Mm-hmm. We'll probably go north and south. I think that's probably the easiest way to do it. But we have to pick a starting eleven by next week. Okay. With one player from one player from each team. Oh god! So you have to have a representative from each team. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And and then you get and you get a bonus. You've got obviously eleventh and an eleventh player. So we're only going to have a starting eleven. Um, mm-hmm. But you have to have a player from each team. And you could so you only have your teams again, Tom. See, no, it's okay. I'll I'll sort it. I'll sort it out. So you can, but you can only have one. So I can't have like well, Manchester City. There'll plus be two. No, some Liverpool players. No, you can't have Manchester City because that's what this is. That's why I thought you'd have. <laughs> this is how you'd make it fair because each club could then nominate a player from each from each team because right, okay. otherwise you'd just end up having City. You'd end up having one of the Liverpool hmm. Man or City teams versus a combination of probably Chelsea and Tottenham and maybe Arsenal. Yeah. But yeah, so you're allowed one team. Probably will go. It's up to you. I'll let you pick the team where you're allowed two from. Okay. And I'll obviously pick the team that I'm allowed to from from the south. And we'll next week we'll we'll put that it can be your poll for next week, Tom. Uh is the, who, who has win? the be, who who would win. So there we are. Okay. But it's an interesting idea. And it is something yeah. that I think may be looked at in the future because it it is something that's kind of been done before with the community shield as well. Back yeah. in the beginning of the very first lockdown, I got so bored one day that yeah. I looked back through the history of the community shield. That was that was a, a low point, <laughs> but it, yeah. there were games where it was like um, the football league against the the yeah. title winners. So the you know it would be the best yeah. of the football league against teams who won it, or it would be yeah. um, like oh, I can't think of examples, but they'd be like well, invitational like, games, or be like, like rest of the world games and stuff like that would yeah. count as the community shield game. This is going back sort of before the war, um, and then it's, it was sort of. I think probably after the war, it was like it, it's the FA Cup winners against the the. Um, well, they do it in other sports, wins. don't they? Where they do um, like I think in the cricket, maybe you might have to correct me right if I'm right. Whereas they probably, go, but know, they're, they're the not... national team national team against the better. The, I know they do it in the MLS. You know they'll mm. do the MLS All Stars versus yeah. Barcelona, or you know when yeah. big clubs go over to to the to the to America to I've mm. really said to the Americans. Uh, to America, they'll do a, the you know the rest the the best of their the yeah. American talent event against the the rest of the world and stuff. Um, but it's it's something interesting, Tom. I thought I think. But back to the original question, Tom, because I can't tell you the name of the uh, the the teams. I don't think that would have made much difference anyway. But are you going to be Team LeBron or Team Durant for for the uh, to for, to win the All Star well, game? Tom? I mean, it's very it's very difficult because I'm I know such of them. I know such a lot about both of them. Uh, yeah. An equal amount. I know both of their names, uh, so it's really <laughs> difficult to side with one of them. Um, am I right in saying in that LeBron James is going to be in Space Jam? Yeah, you are correct there, Tom. Yeah, which is what I, which is what I thought would sway your decision. <laughs> <laughs> but in the original Space Jam, there were lots of other famous basketball players, weren't they? So it could be that Kevin Durant has some kind of role. Maybe they steal the correct. talent from correct. Kevin Durant. Um, so let's go for LeBron James. Also, he's okay. got a banging name, LeBron. Yeah. Well, I didn't know, Tom, whether you were going to you know, go down the route that you did previously when we were in American sports and thought, well, Durant has an, has a, is an ant in it, and that's <laughs> going to be a, a, a Ron or, you know. <laughs> With some <laughs> but jam. No, but there we are. So uh, 
they, there you are. There's Tom's tip. So put your money voice. on Kevin oh, Durant. Kevin Durant, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going off Tom's record, who who has had zero predictions right so far uh, yeah. since we started doing this feature. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's quite funny. But yeah, we'll we'll update. I think by the time well, next week, well, it'll definitely have been played. So I'll be able to update you on that, and hopefully there'll be something else, Tom, you can predict. But uh, yeah, mm. what do you want to do next, Tom? Just thinking. Let's do believe it or not, shall we? Otherwise, we'll run out of time. I know you're keen. You're keen for it, aren't you, Tom? So, right. Let me let me get my uh, let me get my news stories ready. Uh, right, I can get rid of all of these NBA All Star news stories now. Okay, I'm ready, Tom. Go on then. Oh, can I just preface this by saying Alice now reads out random? I don't know. She, she didn't <laughs> listen to the podcast, but she she just reads out random things that she hears. So I'm hoping that one of them is one uh, of your yeah. stories. Okay, so rapper charged with chopping off roommate's penis. Okay. Uh, 80 alligator heads seized in police raid. And then 84-year-old woman accused of animal cruelty after six of her dogs died from Viagra overdose. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! Okay, let's start with that one then. Um, so, why is this? So she's a lady. Yeah. Why? Why does she have Viagra in the house? Uh, because her husband. This is the quote: Her husband fails to perform his duties as a husband. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Uh, and how did the dogs? Do they know how the dogs gained access to the these tablets? She she uh, she gave them to the dogs. Oh. <laughs> Which is why she's been accused of That's animal cruelty because bad. she because she says that uh, she, they enjoy they enjoy the en- enhanced pleasure is the oh. is the is the... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, I hope you've made this up, Billy. <laughs> this is horrible. I mean, is, she, is there the, anything wrong with this lady? There must apparently, be. Apparently, uh, I'm looking through to see if there's been any. Uh, no, there's there's been nothing. It's going to court, so whether they'll go down the route of, she's, you know, she you know, she's at an it. age where, yeah, that's what's gonna. Not to, you know, but. She's at an age where you know things start to occur, um, but yes, the, uh, <laughs> she apparently she, they've tried her and her husband have tried a variety of different drugs, but nothing seems to work, and things just there's no upside to things at the minute. Oh, um, so yeah, but yeah. Oh gosh, well I really hope that that one is made up, Billy. <laughs> but then I will also question your <laughs> mental capacity if it is made up. Uh, right, so the next one then. 80 alligator heads were found in a house. Police raid. Police raid, yeah. So where where did this take place? Sorry, Birmingham. Hang on. Hang on. Just before we before we move on, what was the name of the old lady and her husband, please? Uh so I don't have the name of her husband, but her name was Gertrude Dupree. <laughs> okay. Gertrude but, uh, Dupree. I'm guessing her husband was Mr. Dupree. Uh, 
Mm. Um, but he, her husband isn't named, uh, I don't think. Was he played yeah. by Owen Wilson? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Uh, okay, then. So you were going to tell me that they were in Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah, alligators. Bur- the alligators are in Birmingham. Uh, in Birmingham, the West, Al- West Midlands. Shut up. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Perry in Perry Bar. Oh, yeah. How on earth do you get 80 alligator heads into Perry Bar? Down the, uh, down the coot, down the canal. It was just they, they received a tip-off about the heads being imported illegally and sold on eBay. Uh-huh. So uh, there's obviously some... Uh, they're an endangered species. Um, yeah. Is this uh, type of alligator, I'm presuming, or alligators mm. in general? I'm not an expert on that. But yeah, they'd, been, uh, they'd noticed some illegal activity on ebay and obviously must have been able to track this mm. this this seller down so what so the bloke in perry bar was selling the or was he yeah. buying them in a property uh the, the raid was in perry bar and they found 80 alligator heads in so perry do, bar do they know at this point of the investigation where he sourced them from that's what i'm interested uh, in how did he get them to perry bar I'm just telling. No, it was just that they were imported illegally, imported mm. from abroad. I didn't know that they were like particularly trophy animals, like uh, deer and stuff like that. Are obviously, but um, well, you you know, you can imagine, you know, them being up there with their jaws open. <laughs> you want to stick your head in it? Some novelty, novelty mm. thing. But yeah, um, I it it definitely is an ornament as opposed to some sort of delicacy. You know, you know, I don't think you're going to serve your dinner in one. Um, uh, you know anything like that sort of thing yeah. um but uh, you know party trick you know you coming in out wearing a crocodile <laughs> head storm i don't know yeah okay so we're going down the animal animal cruelty uh theme this week apart from the last one here yeah. oh, do we know the name <laughs> do we know the name of the uh of the um alligator dealer uh, uh no we don't know the name of the alligator dealer um okay. just just that it was a 44 year old man uh, okay. who'd been who'd been voluntarily interviewed. I don't know what that means. Um, Interview me, please. Yeah. <laughs> and then the final one, then, so a rapper chopped off his roommate's penis. Yes. What was what was MC Aaron doing? Aaron Beltran is the name of. Okay. The the rapper. Um, yeah. What else? Did <laughs> Um, well, whose penis was removed? Uh, Andrew Breach. Breach. Yeah. His trousers were indeed breached. <laughs> they were indeed. Okay. Tom. And why was it that he decided to chop off Andrew Breach's gentleman's agreement? Uh, for a YouTube video. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, <laughs> is it uh, is it uh, freely available? Uh, I I don't know if it's it's apparently a gory video. On you. I don't know whether it's still up. Uh, mm. I don't know whether oh, it, yeah. it, it was successful or not. But uh, it was. Uh, the, the, what makes it even more baffling to me is the fact that these aren't kids. You know, it's not some mm-hmm. young up and coming rapper. It's um, a British teacher who's in his thirties. Um, 
doing the you know being in and it's apparently the the deal that they had was that um depending on the amount of views uh it received he would either be paid from around 200 euros to two and a half thousand euros so now tom i don't i don't know this is quite a personal question but would you, you say that your your would you say that your um your uh, your what's what's the word this gentleman's what no it's not agreement it? agreement <laughs> um is worth two and a half thousand euros well it uh, i'll be honest maybe, maybe at, i shouldn't at, at times in my at times in my life i would have <laughs> 200 quid would have been yeah fine <laughs> i was gonna say maybe i shouldn't ask you maybe i should ask alice instead Oh, well, <laughs> my parents listen to this one. So, uh, <laughs> I was just th- I was just thinking about how much. So I assumed that when you said between two hundred and two and a half thousand pounds for the video, uh, I assumed that's what you meant. Like how much money would be earned through YouTube for it? So just no, to that's... give you some con. Oh, go on. So some context. My review of the Wolves against Newcastle game. Uh, earned me one pound forty one, so you know that's okay. the kind of level of. Uh, but I mean, I have had videos. I'm sure Harry Mansell, who listens to this podcast, who's had a video which has, I believe, had a million views now because he's oh, just wow. He filmed himself singing uh, Raúl Jiménez uh, songs in Turin with yeah. his top off, and I think it's been viewed a million times. So well done, Harry. That's probably Definitely. earned him think- about twenty quid. I was going to say that's probably a, a much more delightful video to watch rather than this. I don't know what led I don't know. to them. You haven't seen Harry with his top off. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's, it's a close one, yeah. But yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, a, it's, yeah. I'll leave it, I'll leave it with that, Tom. <laughs> okay, Just, so yeah. um, let's move on from this. What has been a catastrophically <laughs> horrific, uh, believe it or not, some really gory and cruel <laughs> stories, <laughs> which I hope all of them are fake. But I, I think that they're probably not. I'm. I, I think I did the same last week. I can't quite remember, but I think I went for the one that I hoped was fake, or I did that yeah. maybe with a fish one. Yeah, a few weeks ago, and I, I really hope that the uh, the six dogs that were killed by Viagra is fake, but. I'm prepared for that to actually be true. Okay, so I'd just like to clarify, Tom. At no point did I say the dogs were killed by I the think Viagra. No, that she was just accused of animal cruelty. Oh. So that she'd just given them the Viagra. So does that so the dogs sway you? The dogs are fine, yeah. They just enjoyed. Oh. They just were having a good time on the Viagra. Oh, okay. I just assumed that they would die because of that. All right, then. Um, I mean, it's still very bad. Yeah, it doesn't, but it, it, they haven't they haven't died. Yeah, right. In that case, then I will change it to the alligator heads one in Perry Bar because I just don't... how somebody can get eighty alligator heads in Perry Bar, even though they've been if you say they've been illegally imported, somebody somewhere has to notice eighty alligator heads. So there we go. That's my answer. Okay. Now. Well, so the rapper, the rapper one, the rapper one is true, Tom. The rapper one is true. Of course. Um. So you're right there. Now, I am going to give you the point on because I have just read over the headline again that I had written, and I did put the word "die" in the headline. But yeah, then at no point, did. 
but no point within the article that I have obviously made up have I mentioned that they died. So I'm going to give you the point because I obviously put in. Yay. So basically, what I'm going to give you a little Feels insight. Very yeah, I'm going to give you an insight thing. Basically, yeah, behind I, the director's I, curtain, I, I, I get a generator to create a random headline for me, and then I just make. Oh, it really? Up. The, yeah. So this is how I came up with this headline. Oh, well. Is I, so I've just made this story up then off the back of that. So hence why then I've just gone off on one not saying that they've died and stuff so oh. but yeah the the alligators were in were in Burp, which i thought oh, i'm gonna put this That's one mad. in and he's, and he's definitely gonna know because obviously it's in your neck of the woods yeah, yeah, I thought. yeah, yeah. but no yeah it's it's true um it's oh, the well. alligator heads and things so um well done tom I mean, i'm gonna give you the point for that one thank um, you Billy. so yeah but there we are um pretty good i do, do you want to i know we're you know we're looking at the time and things like that now tom we're mm. coming up to about 40 minutes now do you want to talk about world book day because i know um it is today when we're recording this um and well probably more so than you probably more so than me sorry you obviously use books in your lessons a lot more than <laughs> i do being a pe teacher um yeah. so you probably have a lot more to say about it than i do um well actually uh i think reading is a dying art and a dying skill and kids are not doing it and it's, it is a very important uh day really but i mean more than that like uh, i listened to ellis james and john robbins uh, earlier on and they were talking about ellis was talking about his little girl and that when we were young watching tv was going to scramble your brain it was going to kill you whatever but now he's really pleased when his daughter watches the tv because at least it's not youtube <laughs> yeah that's, that's, a, <laughs> but then, that's really true so they've said he said that like Watching the telly is now like reading War and Peace, and reading just doesn't exist anymore. Um, which I'm guilty of it as well. I I never really enjoyed reading as a in secondary school. The, like yeah. my dad always jokes that the only books I've ever read are J.K. Rowling books and Adrian Mole books, which is uh, yeah, largely I, true. But I have read. I'd be the same. Books. It'd be the same. It'd be the same for me, Tom. I think a similar sort of thing, especially being a you know it'd be again harry potter has been the main sort of books mm. i would read when i was a teenager or it'll be something related to sport which is again probably saying true to now with you yeah. know similar sort of thing but i think more especially over lockdown i went and bought a kindle and i've mm. started reading reading more books on that probably well, still not enough as as i have done but i was like i was i was just thinking yeah i've said that about books i'm the one with books in in the background as as the typical zoom photo has yeah uh, requirements are now and stuff so uh, but i mean so, yeah. i still i still do appreciate books and similar to you at the start of lockdown i bought myself an audible subscription and i've listened to yeah. loads of books now through audible which i know is not reading but still you know i take it on as much as you know and i always read like sort of factual books as i say read i listen to factual books a lot um, but then it's about having the time to sit and to listen to them. So I just started listening to a book about the history of England and the English, which is really, yeah. really interesting. But then I haven't listened to it for a couple of weeks now, so I've lost track yeah. of where I am. If, you, you, if you do it and you... So look, when we get back to work and I'm driving at least half an hour yeah. every day, then that's a little bit of time that I can spend listening to it. It's not something I can do when I'm running. I don't know if you felt about, the same. That's what, was, that's what I was about to say. I find... I find it listening. So I was, I was listening to the Lord of the Rings books. Um, mm. That's what I had an Audible subscription as well, um, and I was listening to them. 
um, which I, have you read the books some or listened no. to them? They're, they're really different to the films. In fact, mm. there's, I didn't realize um, the second, the Two Towers book basically is near enough the end of the films. It, mm. It's near enough. Most of the third film is in this Twin Towers book. So the Return of the King book is a lot, got a lot more in it than the film. Mm suggests if that makes sense i thought oh this is it's they followed the book similar to the harry potters where they've gone right this started da, 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 da. um but yeah it's i found it really difficult listening to them whilst i was running so I, i've gone back to listening to podcasts mm. um i find them a lot easier especially because they're so short as well um you know you got uh, with the podcasts you know they, there's natural breaks in them, even though there is with books as well but yeah i think it is like you say a a dying dying breed would you say of people reading books it's not well, dying it's art not yeah and i don't think art, people yeah. and i mean from my experience of the last couple of months now of teaching at home kids are just not in they can't write either they can't have, they've got no ideas or no, it's, they um, can't even like we said last week about the future being really boring and <laughs> repetitive <laughs> But the kids can't come up with their own ideas anymore because they play, again, the same uh, YouTuber that I told you about last week, Ryan George, he did a video this week talking about Minecraft. And he was saying, so what is yeah. it that you do on Minecraft? And he's going, well, <laughs> you just build things if you want to. He's like, well, is there any purpose to it? No. Are there any baddies? Yeah. But you don't have to fight them if you don't want to. Like, well, yeah. What you're not learning like the structure of a story or any or yeah. how to tell a story through playing Minecraft. I don't know. You're not even learning how like construction skills because it's not realistic. You may as well play Lego if you're learning to build things. Construction. But I was going to say the other thing, especially with um, reading books, is obviously the vocabulary that mm. you you know gain from reading all these books and things like that. That you know I noticed with my you know pupils in particular. Where when they're writing their assignments for you know their GCSE and A levels is that they've got such a narrow vocabulary and you like you show them but this is this is how you uh, this is a thesaurus and you can use this to find mm. words which mean the same things so then you don't have I like this and it's the same repetitive over and over especially when you're marking you have I don't you probably haven't had to do much of this yet Tom you probably mm. have, you know over the marking thirty pieces of work you know to a quite a large extent you know, is it can be repetitive when you're asking, especially, you know, when I have getting them to write about, right, you've got to write about a, a sport, two sports stars, and it's the same sports stars over and over again. Um, mm. It is repetitive. and But having that vocabulary changes it up and stuff. But yeah, what I wanted to ask Tom then, if you were going to recommend one book that you've read now over lockdown, or oh. probably <laughs> more, so, more, more so for you, probably one book in, in your life. lifetime, <laughs> um, that you've read um, over for World Book Day, what would you recommend? So, uh, for fiction, I really, really like. Uh, I think I've read it, I might have read it twice. The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime, which is a it was a huge book, award winning book. I think it's been turned into a stage production as well since, but never into a film or anything. But <laughs> it's the story of an autistic boy. Who finds a dead mm. dog in the in the street with a pitchfork through it, and that's how, that's how the, it starts. And then, but it's very very interesting to read uh, because it's and it's very it must have been very well researched uh, about you know about ASD and yeah. how they see the world. It's very very interesting to to read. In okay. terms of a factual. Book. Non-fiction. I've got I've got a non-fiction one. So if you want to do one each, if you do a fiction, on, then. then I do a non-fiction. So I've already I think I've already mentioned it on the podcast once, but um Redemption from Iron Bars to mm. Iron Man 
the John McAvoy um, story uh, it is very, if you haven't read it or heard about John McAvoy, he's gone basically been from a being on in one of Britain's most high security, the high, high security prisons with some really horrible people to becoming this. He basically, you know, goes, you know, he can go around to schools now. He's an iron man. You know, he's mm. got world records and things like that. He's gone from the zero lows of lows. Yeah, it's a zero to hero, but it's a, a non-fiction, so it's a true story, mm. and it's really, you know, it's really good. Um, I think I have mentioned it on the podcast before, you but have, yeah. definitely, yeah. um, I would definitely recommend going to it. Uh, give it a read or a listen if you're mm. Tom Rouse, um, and things like that. But, <laughs> um, I don't. Well, we I know we've sort of done a recommendation there, Tom, but it, I'll give you. I'm going to give you a recommendation. Is it the Scrubs podcast? No, it's not the Scrub podcast, as I've done now for the past two weeks in a row. Um, but it is a podcast for you to listen to on your own. And it's a, a specific episode, and it's the most recent episode. Um, mm. And it's Ear Biscuits is the name of the podcast. Do you know what? I've always seen that one, and I've never listened to it. It's, I think it's been around for quite a while. It's quite popular. It's quite it? a while. So it's it's two, it's two YouTubers. Rhett and Link are mm. the YouTubers. They do Good Mythical Morning, um, which is – they're huge, huge, huge YouTube stars. Um, and they've I'm, – I'm just looking now. They've done – they're on 277 episodes um, okay. and they do one a week. Um, and it's it's two lifelong friends talking about talking for a real long time is I think the catchphrase that they use at the start. And it's just them two having a chat about <clears> stuff. <throat> but the most recent episode is about Link, one of, one of the two uh, hosts, getting a new kitten. And I was hmm. listening to this on my run today and just thinking about you when... Uh, you had your new uh, member of the family, and just mm. laughing, thinking this is this is Tom all over it. So it's about I think it's an hour an hour long, Tom. So it probably lasts you you know one and a half runs. Um, but yeah, mm. I, I recommend give it a listen, Tom. It's quite they're quite good. they're quite interesting because they talk about they've they recent not recently but they were uh, Christians and they've now converted and are no longer Christians. So the last episode 75 and 76 was their journey from that so you might not enjoy hmm. them tom as a, as a as a new listener that you know they they speak about that. they've done it as well they've talked about how their lives and things like they've known each other since they were kids and stuff um, yeah. but there are some really good ones and they do sometimes they do <clears throat> like the top 10 favorite game shows and stuff and like hmm. they do random stuff so i really enjoy them i listen to them every week and stuff um, so yeah, I do recognise recommend... that uh, the one with the glasses in the picture here, uh, because yeah. he's on the Candy Crush adverts on YouTube at the moment. Yeah, so they, they I think they talk about that about him doing them on one of the episodes. They also did one of the other ones they they did quite recently. They um, Rhett, who is the guy with the long hair, he's growing his hair and beard throughout the whole lockdown. So similar oh, to you, Tom. <laughs> yeah, he's growing it now. He's going full. So he looks like his wife. Um, her Hall Pass, if that if that's what they called his her celebrity crush is Jason Momoa, who is uh, Aquaman. Mm. He's also oh, in Game of Thrones. Like so for her, so no, well he does, he's got the long hair and beards, which yeah. So for her birthday, he did a photo shoot, copying poses that or wearing oh. similar clothes <laughs> for him, and presented her with this book. And they mm. talk about this process and things like that. So it's it's really funny. And they did a YouTube video uh, subsequently for it and stuff, but. It's really, they are really funny. And I think that's what we've got to aspire to, Tom. That's the other reason now. This is, this is the next step for us now, <laughs> <laughs> is to be YouTube sensations. So, yeah, um, it's 
probably, if any of our listeners want to go and listen to them as well, it'll be great. But mainly for Tom, that was that recommendation. And we've given you yeah. two others, but they are really good. Um, some of them, you know, you might want to listen to a couple, uh, mm. but be careful. You know, it, it, I think they do give like a synopsis in there. Like they're better than us, Tom. I don't know how much of a blurb you give for these episodes and stuff, but they do give a, a little bit of what they're going to do and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm rambling yeah. on now, Tom. So stop me, please. Okay, Billy. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for your recommendations, Billy, and your company over the last hour or so. Um, and hopefully you'll listen to us again next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.